Hi, everybody. Leah is here, too. Um, so on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we I have titled it. I'm working on my titles. I'm sure this is not going to last very long, but whatever. So I working on <laughs> titles for episodes because I have learned that that is kind of important. So tonight's title is New Spice. And then I did have an Everything Nice with author Mindy McKinley, but I decided to change that even more to New Spice and um, and the HEA. So with author Mindy McKinley, um, we she is our first return guest with us for the podcast you're the first one to get a two-peat look at that (laughs) um we had mindy on back in november of 2020 to talk about her debut release at last she is back to talk about all her upcoming projects and then the super spicy novellas novettas um that she is indie publishing under the name mimi kinley so welcome back to the podcast miss mindy Thank you for having me. A lot has um, happened for you since you were on. Right? <laughs> it has. I'm busy. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's got three books and then three novettas with a fourth one coming out here soon. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, uh, Leah, remind everyone, <laughs> read Mindy's bio. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Mindy is a contemporary romance author, an avid reader, and cellist. She lives in the Midwest with her drummer husband and two adorable cats. In her life outside of writing, she's a music teacher, small business owner, and a professional musician. You you do a little bit of everything there, sister, don't you? I do. <laughs> well, and if you follow Mindy on Instagram, you will always see pictures of her cats. I know. They're so cute. I love her cats. I, I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's okay. Um, real quick, before we get into our discussion this evening, I kind of just want to put a little shout out about our Patreon. Um, the podcast right now is fully supported with our Patreon campaign. It helps us pay the bills and to bring you a really good quality sounding um podcast we also do a lot of fun and cool things we have our drunk book club we do book chats and meetups we have a special drunk book club coming in april um author lexi blake she actually provided us with the first book in her masters and mercenary series it's the dom who loved me yes the dom who loved me because her entire masters of mercenary series is play on like james bond movie titles i didn't realize that she she told us that when we talked to her and but her i might have been drinking and i'm going off on a tangent but like so (laughs) the next like masters of mercenaries like the 2.0 i can't remember what that is called but it's gonna be like mission impossible it's got to be mission impossible because the 2.0 is submission impossible so yeah it's gonna be play on movies like just other movie titles. So the originals were James Bond and the new ones are just like action movies. So Okay, uh-huh. I'm going to have to go back and look at all her titles. So anyway, we do a lot of cool things. We're a lot of fun. Also, you'll have noticed that on our Quick Shot of Romance episodes, we've been rotating hosts in and out. And all of those hosts that are joining us on those episodes are part of our fancy drink tier. So um, we're kind of cool. We're kind of fun. If you love the podcast... Come join us over on Patreon. So let's get into our discussion with Miss Mindy here. Um, 
Let's talk about when you were here in November, you were getting ready to release your debut novel at last. Um, it was book one in a three book series about the Adams brothers. The other two books were at once and at all. So let's talk about that. How'd your releases go? Are you excited? It was very fun. I released them November, December, and January, and it all happened so fast that it kind of November and releasing at last seems like a year ago, but I think, <laughs> I think COVID has done that to everything. To so. all of us. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Everything feels like three times as long as it actually is. But I think the most exciting moment through all of it is when I actually got to hold the paper copies in my hand because I'd never gotten to hold them before. And so it was, that was the only moment, the first moment that it felt real. It was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause now your books are on a bookshelf. Yes. I did and like a I literal have, bookshelf too, yeah. not just an electronic <laughs> one, like an actual bookshelf. And um, people on Instagram and um, I'm mainly on Instagram, but have been such amazing supporters and I've met some wonderful friends and it's been an adventure I don't regret in the least. (laughs) Well, and all three books are really, really well done. And um, you actually published with a small indie press ink spell, Mm -hmm. right? Is that who your indie press is? Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty awesome that uh, you now have three paperbacks. I don't know. My favorite of the brothers. I thought I was going to love Sebastian's book, but mm-hmm. I ended up Mason. The, Who's the got hero. the arm porn? Yeah. The oh, hero who, at it once. Who doesn't love a good arm porn? Right? Mm. Right? Um, so let's talk a little bit um, about the three books that you're writing that you have written. They're already out. You've written them under um, a different pen name, and we'll get to why you kind of had to make those decisions. But um, you have three books with a fourth coming out here at, on the 15th of this month. So the Thursday of the week that this book, draw, uh, is it Thursday? No, it's Tuesday, right? Monday. Monday. Hey, look Monday. at that. Yeah, because this will <laughs> drop on the days. 14th. This is on Sunday the 14th. So Monday the 15th, Bound not by My Boss drinking. comes out. I'm not even <laughs> drinking, people. Cannot keep this together. Um... So we have, so the fourth is Bound my, by My Boss. These are just quick little, what did you tell me the other day? These are under 12,000 words? They're between 13 and 14,000. They're pretty short. Okay. Um, so let's talk about those a little bit. First of all, why the decision to publish these under the name Mimi Kinley versus Mindy McKinley? Well, I knew the content was going to be um, super different from Mindy McKinley. And not only is it Mindy, Mindy writes, I write in third person, <laughs> but Mimi's, Mimi's books are in first person. And even though Mindy's books are steamy, Mimi's are erotic. And I didn't want to confuse anybody. I didn't want to make anybody angry who wasn't looking for erotica. I didn't mm-hmm. want to make, so I didn't want that to be confusing, but I also wanted to connect the names because it'd be silly not to bring my audience along if they wanted to come along. So I didn't want to start from scratch by separating myself entirely. So yeah. that's why I chose that round. Well, and your audience wanted to come along and I believe some are demanding more. I mean, oh, more. There, there's more, there's more. Don't worry. <laughs> so each one... Um, is kind of centered around a holiday. So the first, the first one um, 
is centered around New Year's Eve. It's what is uh, go through the titles for us. Uh, Naughty on New Year's. So you got and, na- um, good. You got Naughty on New Year's, and that one is centered around New Year's Eve. It's an age gap. Uh, silver fox, bearded, <laughs> horny, sexy. <laughs> they use a bed. <laughs> they do and- use a bed. This is keynote to remember. They have a bed. <laughs> They do. They don't in all of mine. Oh, who needs a bed? (laughs) Clearly not very many people. But it's over, like, it's over such a short period of time, too, because that one is, what, two days or three days? That one's one night. Yeah, it's, he helps her home on New Year's Eve Eve. Oh, he he finds the on New Year's, and then it's, okay. That's why I'm thinking multiple days, because the whole story is multiple days. Yes. But the action is <laughs> the is banging <laughs> the ba- the so much banging so, so much banging so sexy um yeah and then so then book two is uh it is stranded, stranded- with- go ahead sorry stranded <laughs> with my best friend's brother yeah and this one is brother or best friend's brother and snowed in together no yeah, he's bad kind of like her nemesis in a way though too like yeah, it had a little bit of they? enemies to yeah. lovers feel uh-huh yeah and the only reason they they argue is because they both have a thing for each other but they've never been able to admit it so it's they're both so stubborn yes but but so that hot. makes for really hot sex so so hot <laughs> And oh. no bed in that one. No bed. No, no. Bed. but a glass just, window. People, a glass window in a snowstorm. That's what. But I'm I couldn't. About. I couldn't put them in hers. In his sister's bed. That made me feel gross. So <laughs> I didn't want to. I, do I that. could see that. Yeah, but the but couch was all... fine. But yeah, yeah. Can't watch a movie with your grandma on that couch. We did naughty things on it. <laughs> seriously <laughs> the bed's too much but you know i guess you can always have the carpet cleaner guy clean the upholstery <laughs> okay. no, i mean you can always wash the sheets though too right right okay <sighs> i think you have to i think you have to work a little on why they didn't go in a bed but it was sexy we are not complaining that there's no no, no no <laughs> i'm just saying your reasoning is silly <laughs> Super. I didn't say I was sane. I just like to write. Super silly. And then number three is which was third? Scoring uh, position. Scoring position. Scoring position. It's baseball. That's mm-hmm. right. No and bed. No bed in this one either. <laughs> there was a shower the though. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's true. They're in the locker room. The mm-hmm. shower people. Oh, oh the shower. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun to write. <laughs> that was also an age gap in that one. A little bit, yeah. Not and as big as Reese. Is she she is the like manager's daughter, so it's like boss's daughter. Yeah. Almost forbidden type thing. Yes, for sure. And he's brand new on the team, so he's risking like, getting cut. <laughs> So much, but worth so, it. 
so worth it. Okay, and then the fourth one that's coming out on the 15th, which is mm-hmm. Monday, the day after this episode <laughs> drops. I remembered all this. Um, Bound my by my boss. And this is mm-hmm. an April Fool's Day. Yes. Um, they One bed. Just, just one bed. bed. It's a just one bed one trope. Bed. Yes. Yes. One bed. I've, I've never written. Well, that's not true. I used to write Regency romances a long time ago, and I brought in the just one bed every once in a while. But this is the first time I've written it in my current iteration. And it was fun. <laughs> he's a little grumpy, too. It's a little, yes, a you know, grumpy. so it's boss employee relationship, one bed out of town. Um, and he's a little grouchy. A little. He's very grouchy. (laughs) But it's okay. He brings the steam and a whole lot of sexy. Sadie is, Sadie was the inspiration between, for his mood. So uh, thank you, Sadie. (laughs) Yes, what did she call him? What did she call him? Because this is so funny. He's a stern brunch daddy. Stern brunch daddy. brunch daddy. Stern brunch daddy. So what did you tell me that equates to, basically? Uh, Like, uh... Like a lady in the street and a freak in the sheets, but for men. (laughs) I didn't even know this was a thing, but that's why we keep Sadie around for all of that. That's (laughs) right. So what? Go ahead. So the whole series is your fault. So Becky. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. It's my Because it was, I was on Christmas break. I'm a teacher and. I was on a winter break and I just messaged Becky and said, what if I wrote a, a sexy novelette for New Year's? And she was like, duh, do it. <laughs> I'm never going like, to tell you no. Bring me the steam. Yes, well, and so she read it kind of chapter by chapter. You kind of held my hand through that first one. That was nice. <laughs> it was my pleasure. The only thing I will say is, the only thing I'll say is what sucks here is, as I'm reading this chapter by chapter, and I kind of did that with the second one too, like I would get to points and they'd be like just ready to go in and she'd stop. And like, then you have to wait. So then, so like with the first one, Naughty on New Year's, like he gets right to where he's pulling out the ribbon, the red ribbon to, you know, tie and bind her wrists and it stops and I have to wait. <laughs> I'm like, holy heck, sister. Like, that's why I don't like cliffhangers. You read like no. chapter cliffhangers. Yes. Like- yes. And then with um bound with my best friend's brother, they're like up against the glass window. It's, um, it's like he pushed me against the window and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what? But there's no more page. There's nothing else and i'm just like sons of bitches here's all i have to say at least i inspired sexy you know because in some circles i'm notorious for saying things like lady envelope so (laughs) i mean i guess i take the good with the bad you're always the one i ask like if i'm like is this too far and you're like no it's not too far go can it go too far oh well, I've gotten away. <laughs> there are things I've written in these books I've never written before that are easier to write now that I've written it a couple times. So uh-huh. yeah. Well, I'll I never forget. My... I think it was with book two, and there is the anal sex scene, and you're like, "Is this okay?" And I'm like, "Hell yeah, it is." 
I think I called it. I think I called it full back door because I didn't even say it. (laughs) You know, she's messaging me, and I'm just like, you know, I'm slightly perverted and like not always right in the end. I mean, penis is like your favorite word, so it is. And it's funny you bring that up because I have not said penis in a while. Apparently, that's why I I did it for you because it hasn't been for a while. Right, Mindy and her. Have you seen Saint Peter? Leah, I'm telling you, people of the podcast world, you have, I have to go back seen and him. you have to go back and watch our happy hour we did with Mindy. She shared St. Peter on um, our happy hour live <laughs> that we did with her in celebration of at last. Um, our friend Heather, she keeps um, looking at St. Peter's on Etsy to debate whether or not she's <laughs> going to buy one. <laughs> I'm surprised she has. I'm really surprised that one has not shown up on my doorstep, honestly. <laughs> as many times as she screenshot it for me. I mean, um, okay, so we talked a little bit about your inspiration on these sexy Mimi books, but what else was there other than me being like, yeah, do it? <laughs> what kind of pulled you that oh. way to make the decision that was it just a matter of wanting to see if you could write sexy? Like super sexy because the Ad- the Adams brothers are sexy, mm-hmm. but in a more subtle, softer sexy. Yes, they're not as um, in your face, right? Uh, I constantly want to challenge myself, um, which is wonderful and awful depending on the situation. And I've written um, twelve Benny McKinley books. Only three of them are out, but they all come out slowly. And I wanted to try something new, something shorter. And um, on your recommendation, I had read a couple of Katie Roberts' uh, Touch of Taboo oh. books. Yeah. And I was like, and I read some other shorter ones, you know, the, the 60 minute reads and the 90 minute reads and the 30 minute reads are really popular. Mm-hmm. And so I read a few of those and, and a lot of those were great, but they didn't get me what I wanted. So I wanted to try to do something that pushed that genre just a little bit farther in yeah. terms of sexiness. So. And you do. Your sexy is right up there with Miss Katie Roberts' Touch a Taboo series. So That is a compliment. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Her book four is coming out, too. Also in March. I saw that. And I'm, I'm there for it. So if you need sexy book recs, follow us on Instagram. We got buckets of them. Um, so, okay. So do you find it a little easier to kind of make it steamy up under the Mimi Kinley um, under that name versus, you know, do you feel like you have to like pull it back in for Mindy McKinley and you just can go free reign with Mimi? Uh, honestly, I finished my last Mindy book before I started writing Mimi. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how to answer that question yet, but, um, yeah, I feel like I have a lot more leeway, um, with Mimi and I also writing in first position position (laughs) well (laughs) sometimes we score in those positions too (laughs) I can do this all Uh, night ladies um (laughs) writing in first person makes it seem a little bit easier to push the boundaries too yeah so the Mindy McKinley books are traditionally published. You're with a publisher. Um, mm-hmm. 
they kind of do a lot of stuff for you. That's the nice thing about being part of a publisher. They edit, they uh, cover design, um, they're the formatter, they're the distribution, uploading it to the marketplace (laughs) and all of that stuff. So, and that's nice, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. that's been Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. So versus under (laughs) Mimi, that's Mm -hmm. indie published. That's all you. That's all me. And Sadie. (laughs) She made us (laughs) for me. (laughs) Um, I'm really glad I did it because, I mean, I know a lot of indie publishers and I... uh, a lot of indie writers and I admire every single one of them because it's a lot of work and it's a, it's a lot of putting yourself on the line. And I, I'm glad I went through the process of figuring it out on my own, but I'm lucky that I have the experience with the traditional pub, uh, publishing because I kind of knew what I needed to do to get it ready. Mm-hmm. And I downloaded Vellum. I, <laughs> it was my Christmas present to myself because <laughs> it's so easy to format books on Vellum. And I do most of my own editing. I have, um, you are my alpha reader and Sadie does my beta reading. I pay her for her services because she's amazing. She is amazing. And, uh, um, and then my good friend Bernadette reads it as well. And that's it. And I upload it and it's ready to go. And then I have to be like, could you please put it up on Goodreads? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't updated I, your website. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. But that's yes. why you have Becky. She's like, do this, do this, do this. Yes. Well, when I decided to write my first one, Nadia on New Year's, I didn't even consider that I'd have to have another website and I'd have to have other social medias. And I just was like, I have to see if I can do it. And oh, oh, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> you should have seen us that night. Like it was back and forth. I was like, okay, well, you're going to want to claim this and you want to claim this. And she's like, oh, Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's, it's the... No, it's all good. I'm glad you're holding my hand. <laughs> so between your teaching and your professional musician and your business and your writing and all your Mimi and Mindy, how do you find time to do anything? <laughs> I don't know how I do it, honestly. Um, I've gotten really used to writing whenever I can. So it could be in the car if I'm waiting between gigs. It can be um, between classes during my lunch break. It can be, um, I don't have to have a specific um, environment because I've trained myself to write whenever I can. And that's mm-hmm. really all I can do because I <laughs> don't have time to do it other way. Someone also gets her addicted to certain types of coffee. <laughs> she drinks lots yes. of coffee. <laughs> I do drink coffee. Yes. She drinks all the coffee. Um, I mean, of course. Right? <laughs> Everybody so, should drink all the coffee. <laughs> Let's talk about the challenges. What? So, you know, challenges of being traditional published, you're kind of on their time, their agenda. Mm-hmm. They push out when they want to push out. They set your price point, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice, but do you, I mean... Let's talk reward here of that. What's the great part of that? The great part of being with Inkspell is that um, I have beautiful covers. I have professional edits. I have, you know, we do three, four rounds, however many I need to get the book in order. Um, And she has a distribution system and and that's nice. Um, I think the biggest drawback and probably the only drawback is that I can't push them out as fast as I want to. Because for example, I, I signed my contract for at last like, 14 months before it was released. 
so it's it's a long waiting game. <laughs> and so all the books that I've written that are coming out now, I wrote them so long ago <laughs> that when I go back to edit them, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> about you guys. <laughs> but uh, that's really the only drawback is having to wait. But, and I think that's Mimi, writing Mimi is helping me um, control that impatience, I guess. Well, it gives you, so let's talk about that's one of the rewards of being indie published. You're on your own timeline. You mm-hmm. put them out when you want to put them out. Mm-hmm. How um, often you want to put them out. Yes. Right. If you decide that, oh, look, Mindy has a release in May. I'm not putting any Mimi out this month because I want to focus my attention to push out, you know, the latest Mindy release. You can do that now. I'm pretty sure Heather will show up on your doorstep (laughs) and burn you to the ground if you tried to do that. Just Heather, I will not abandon you. (laughs) Just, just, just know. We are forewarning you. Do not be surprised if she shows up. (laughs) I'm trying to do a three week schedule with the Mimi's. I'm trying to do three weeks. So, Um, but I mean that's reward. The other thing is is instant feedback. You control Mm -hmm. and can see who's downloading it. Not who, but yeah. how many times the book is being downloaded, how many times pages are being read, um, because the Mimi books are part of Kindle Unlimited mm-hmm. versus Mindy is wide. So it's, you know, right. somebody's buying the book and then you got to wait. <laughs> yes. And I am planning to put my Mimi's in paperback. Um, I just haven't yet. Um, I'm probably during summer when I have some time off, I'll compile those and then I think at the end of the year I'll put them in a group of 12 or a group of whatever I've written for the year and just have like the Mimi Kinley collection 2021 or something I don't know but I love that idea I'm all in for those (laughs) all I can think of is like so the boy child's a huge comic book reader and Mm -hmm. you know we go to like the Barnes and Noble or the Books a Million and he buys the whole year's worth of the comic the collection thing that's smart yeah steamy sexy collection yes Yes. although i don't read paperbacks i don't even know why i'm being like oh i want that i don't read paperbacks but it's it's the fact that it's out there if you wanted to do it yes that's right like that's right you have the option to get it well the first book is dedicated directly to you so you you know you could have that on your show just for that i know that was so funny because so I didn't read the dedication page because I'm reading it chapter by chapter as you are writing it. And I get this message from Sadie, who, as your beta reader, she's looking through all of it. And she's like, you know, the dedication is to you. And I was like, no, I didn't know. She's like, it says it's all your fault. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like, because okay. she told me to. Because <laughs> she told me to. Yes. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so let's talk about the writing process for you as Mindy. Um, because, okay. you know, it it is a little different. You know, we talked a lot about how it works with Mimi. You write, send me chapters. Once I say, you know, hey, I don't like that. Or you don't like this. Or you and I talk things out. You then finish the story, compile it, and send it over to Sadie, who beta reads it for you. And then um, it comes back, you do final edits, and Bernadette reads it also. And then format, uploaded, I send it to ARC readers, and away we go. Um, But your process for Mindy is a little different. Yeah. So let's talk, walk us through that. What is a start to finish? How does it work for you? Now, are you a planner or a pantser when you write? I'm mostly a 
pantser, almost 100%. But I, it's kind of a lie. I just plot in my head the night before. So when, I, when I'm in the uh, full, when I'm writing a book, when I'm in the middle of writing a book, every night before I go to sleep, I have to know what I'm going to write the next day. So I am plotting. I'm just not writing it down. And I don't have to know six months before I start writing the book, everything that's going to happen. So I kind of plot, but it's all in my head. And if it doesn't go that way the next day, it doesn't go that way the next day. It goes somewhere but else. But you're almost plotting like sections. Yeah. Yeah. And I always know where it's going. I mean, I always know what the outcome's going to be. And I always have certain scenes that are that were in my head that inspired the book in the first place that are, you know, plot points along the way. But um so during quarantine, great quar, when I was not teaching full time, I could crank out a Mindy McKinley. My Mindy McKinley books aren't super long novels. They're about 60,000. So they're, um, you know, some regencies are 100 or more. Mine are, mine are only about 60,000. But I wrote one in 20 days <laughs> during quarantine. And uh, But when I'm teaching, I can't write them that fast. They, they take me. I'm a fast writer, but. Not that fast. Not, not I mean, that's a I'm pretty working. that's yeah. a pretty fast turnaround 20 days <sighs> yeah just, so I, so you have have your inspiration mm-hmm. you know where the story you kind of imagine did the characters talk to you in their in your head mm-hmm. not constantly I know some people are like they're with them in every minute of the day like in the shower mine aren't quite that intrusive thankfully <laughs> I think I think uh but yeah they have certain things they want to tell me about their neighborhood or about themselves or and I always have a cheat sheet of the side characters and their family backgrounds and what they look like and how old they are and just because I mean I forget that stuff as you go along um, yeah and I try to write a chapter a day if I'm in the middle of writing I try to get a chapter out a day which is a lot it's um a thousand to two thousand words depending on mm-hmm. what I'm writing so um but during the great choir <laughs> it was writing like <laughs> three to four thousand words a day so I wrote Naughty on New Year's in four days. But <laughs> you did write Naughty on New Year's in four days as I grumbled and complained. Because <laughs> Becky just needed more. She did. did. You don't understand Naughty on New Year's and really so Naughty on New Year's and scoring position are my two favorites. Mm-hmm. Um probably because there's a little bit of an age gap there. Um yeah. and Honest to God, I, you could have doubled those in words for me. Like, but that's, it's an interesting piece too, because you're writing these short little stories, but I'm fully invested. These are well-developed, full-developed characters. They're the character, they're developed characters I expect when I read your 60,000 Mindy books. You know, I can tell you all about Sebastian Adams and all of his chaos and everything and and I know him, but I got to know him over a course of 60,000 words. And mm-hmm. I can tell you that with Reese in Naughty on New Year's, right? Reese is Naughty on New Year's, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, okay. and it is Reese. It yes. is Reese, not Rise, because, you know, <laughs> I'm special. Anyway, Reese, I know him, and I feel like I love him, and I want time <laughs> with him, and... You know, but but he was a fully developed character. Like, I feel like I know that dude. I know what he's about and who he is and why he has the drive that he has. But I got that in 
14,000 words. So you do tend to have a little bit of a magic there with your characters. Well, that's, that's a big thing. Like every time I read one of those, like, I just, I want more. Like, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. I just want more. Right. Well, I would like to, at some point, try a longer one, like a full length novel, maybe 50 to 60,000 novel, but I haven't, I haven't, uh, haven't decided that yet. There's, um, unscoring position. There's two twin. there's twins that he meets in the locker room. And I do have two novels planned for them as Mindy books, but I could bring those over and write them as Mimi books. So we'll see. Mix in your two worlds. I like this. I like these plans. <laughs> I, I fear there's like a little cheering section happening right now by certain names of Carolina and Heather <laughs> and Katie. Oh my gosh. So shout out Katie, our Duchess of Historical. As soon as I put out, hey, look, guys, I've got Min- I've got Mimi Arcs. Who wants in? Katie is like the first one. <laughs> I don't even think the email like fully downloads before she's like, and that's me. <laughs> well, thank you to everyone who reads them. I really, really appreciate it. So no, we appreciate that you keep writing them. <laughs> They're yes. so fun. They're so fun to write. I don't know when I've ever had that much fun writing. So they're they're going to keep coming. But I think that that's great because, you know, I know that you have fun when you write as Mindy, but it's a little more daunting. The process is a little longer, um, not just because the books are longer, but because it's going to go back to your editor at the publisher mm-hmm. and then it's going to come back to you and it's going to go back to them and sometimes that can take multiple edits because Mm -hmm. so by using a professional editor you're having done what we call a developmental editor they're taking the story and helping you twist it and word it and move it so that it's an all-encompassing story um they're helping you develop Mm -hmm. to the happily ever after um so it's nice to have that but then you also have these, t- I mean, I kind of look at like the Mimi books as tiny little cookies, you know, it's like yes. a little reward because, hey, look, the feedback <laughs> is instant. It didn't come to me like 16 times before right. I was like, okay, yes, you can now send this on to the next person or whatever. <laughs> I'm always like, okay, more sex. Thank you. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing this penis with me. I loved it. Um <laughs> Just stop writing me on cliffhangers. Can we get through to the orgasm? Then you can. <laughs> then you can pause. No I more. I promise you, I won't send any more orgasmless chapters. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, we need to come up with a special term for what you do because it's like a cliffhanger. Is that like an it's orgasm? It's the end of a hanger? chapter, and I have to stop. Like, I just didn't have time to go on. It's not. It's an O pause. It's yes. an like O pause. <laughs> So Mindy is a classic O-pauser when she writes as Mimi. <laughs> hashtag O-pause. O-pause. Um, I'm totally going to start using that hashtag now. You're uh-huh. welcome. Thank you, Leah. This is why I pay you the big bucks. <laughs> you don't pay me. <laughs> nope. Nope. Leah hangs out with me free people (laughs) really (laughs) 
I'm a good time. That's what, I'm, what we're saying. <laughs> I come up with we come up with creative things like opas and lady envelopes. Yeah. Um, do you uh, want to tell us what's next for Mindy? When can we expect? Because who's the next? It's another group of brothers, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And is there is this one three or four? It's four books. I'm super excited about this one. This is the Baxter Brothers or Baxter Boys. Jeez. Um, the and they're Baxter, Baxter Boys. Yes, because they're four brothers and one cousin. Okay. And um, the first one is Shelter Me. It's uh, Luke, the oldest. He's a photographer. And he okay. goes into um, an animal shelter to shoot a charity calendar. And that's where he meets his MC. She works there as a vet tech. Um, there's a puppy involved. Lots of hot <gasps> sex. Puppies! Um, it's great. Um, she's she's focused on graduating and becoming a veterinarian. And doesn't, you know. Anyway, I'm excited for that one. But my favorite one of the series is the second one. And that's called Sing to Me. And that is Zach. He's the cousin. Um and he is, he works for their, his uncle's fencing business, and he meets a bartender who also writes lyrics and uh, is dealing with uh, uh, awful things in her background. So there's okay. some therapy involved in that one and some uh, some beardiness in Zach's story. I like, I like some beardiness. <laughs> and then Jake, the, th- the third book is Remember Me, and that's Jake. He's a baseball recruiter. And if you remember from At Last, her best friend's name um, was Amy. This is Amy's, this is Amy's love interest. This is her story. She gets her story with Jake. So she's a librarian at the high school and he comes in to recruit baseball players and that's how they meet, except they've already met and he doesn't remember her. (gasps) So. Oh, (laughs) man. So she gets back at him quite a bit. It's great. That's going to be so fun. And then the fourth one is Ben, and he is a graphic artist and kind of very different from his other brothers and pretty shut off. Shut, he's writing a successful graphic novel and he has to tour, but he's really bad at it. He doesn't have a lot of social skills and he doesn't like people. And so they send someone out with him and that, that person they send with him is his love interest. So good times okay, with the Baxter Boys. When can we expect the first book of the Baxter Boys tentatively? Um, it's not tentative. It's definite. It's May 4th, um, uh, Star Wars Day, which is our May the focus 4th is... be with you? Because his name is Luke. I, didn't I love plan that. It. <laughs> that makes perfect sense, actually, to right? be honest. It's a happy accident. And in the book, I actually mentioned Star Wars. And I didn't, you know, I wrote it a year ago or so. So I didn't have any idea that it would release on Star Wars Day. But it works out nice. Exciting. Okay, so May 4th, we can expect... What's the title of that one again? Shelter? Shelter shelter Me. Shelter Me. Oh my gosh, a puppy and... Uh, beards. Beards. Good gosh. It's like all my good... Skydiving. Who goes skydiving? That's in Jake's book. In Jake's oh. book. Ugh. I'm not interested in that. Um, <laughs> just the skydiving. Just the, the skydiving. I mean, I want the book, but I don't need skydiving. And his beard. I mean, well, yeah. I need all the beards. I'm also writing um, a short story as Mindy for an anthology called Heating Up the Holidays. Um, And it's seven authors and we're all writing different holidays. Mine will be um, Thanksgiving. And I'm um, a little over halfway done writing it. It's super fun. It's about a um, friends to lovers trope when he takes her to his family's turkey refuge for Thanksgiving. And a turkey refuge? Yes, I looked it up. I didn't want there to be 
turkey slaughtering in my story. So I looked it up. There's actually turkey refuges out there, like reservations for turkeys. And so it's one of those. Okay. I know. <laughs> it's I, really cute. It's really I cute. mean, you learn something new every day. I mean, all I'm going to say is my family. turkeys all day. My family eats beef on Thanksgiving, so I really can't say anything. Like, like okay, save some turkeys. All I can say is it works. Trust me. Okay. We trust you. We trust you. Okay, so we've got May 4th, and then the holiday anthology, is that probably not till towards the end of the year then? That releases in October. I can't remember okay. the exact date. Is this your first time being part of an anthology? Yes. That's how, fun. How different was that than doing like a traditional book? Like, do you have um, to? It's been, okay, I've, strangely, I've been invited to be a part of three anthologies in the last couple months. And I said yes to all of them because that's the way my brain works. Why <laughs> and, not? Because why not? And they're all different times of year. One will be Valentine's next year. One will come out as the 12 days of Christmas. Julie is actually a part of that one. Um, and, uh, so this one we had a full on contract for and she was very organized and mm-hmm. um, specific requirements. And it's a steamy, steamy anthology. So all the stories will be short, but hot, that's the point. And uh, it's been, I've just never written as Mindy short. <laughs> so I'm learning, learning how to do that. But, uh, and I'm keeping it in third person because I didn't want to have a book magnet to Mindy that wasn't in this. I didn't want to confuse readers that went mm-hmm. from a first person to a third person book. So, but I'm enjoying it. It's good. I love good. that. I love that yeah. you're pushing yourself. I love that you are not afraid because you very easily, with a publishing label behind you, you could very easily stay in your lane. You could just keep doing the Mindy books. Um, you know, writing and in third only pers- Mindy books and only Mindy <laughs> books. Um, you know, you don't have to venture out and be parts of anthologies. You could just do your books, do what your label wants you to do. Um, but I love that you want to challenge yourself. And I think that that's what attracts me to you as a person is that Ooh. there's this <laughs> explorative nature about you. And that just came out super wrong and <laughs> sexual and, I probably do have a little bit of a girl crush on Mindy. I don't know. All right. It's all right. It's the dimples. It's the dimples. dimples. Um, I just, I like that you are pushing yourself to try other things, to be part of an anthology series, to um, write as Mimi uh, and do all these things. I mean, I just think that that shows your craft and the type of person that you are. And it makes you that much better of a writer, I think, also. Well, thank you. It's been, um, I kind of always had this, I don't know how people write in first person. I don't know how people do it. Cause I've just always written because Regency is generally in third person. And that's where I got my start as writing was copying Julia Quinn when I was 20. <laughs> um, uh, um, so I've just never done it. And when I tried it and it was so much fun and such a new fresh feeling and it, it feels more immediate and in the moment when I'm writing it I feel like I'm actually living what I'm writing which is a new feeling um, instead of reading it as an observer or writing it as an observer so it's fun I like doing both yeah well and we like both from you so it works thank you (laughs) 
I'm really excited for the Baxter Boys to come out. I am very excited. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like you said, you've been you worked on them for a minute. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. So now to come back and write, read back into them and start to gear up talking about them. I'm excited to get to meet them. I've seen little snippets of covers here and there. Oh, they're um, gorgeous. They're beautiful covers. So yeah. have we had a cover reveal for Shelter Me? No, it comes uh, April, middle of April. Okay. I think April. But I have the date written down. I should. I, okay. I wrote down all the names of my books. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank um, you. I've seen the cover. It's adorable. I mean, sexy and it's got adorable. a puppy on it. It's got a puppy on it. So you don't have to gloat. Make friends with an author. <laughs> <laughs> Leah's like gonna totally yell at me later. It'll be okay. It'll be great. Well, you can share it with Leah. That's fine. Okay. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, Mindy, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We truly appreciate having you on and we cannot wait to read shelter me come May 4th and bound by her bound by her March 15th, Monday, (laughs) Monday, there's some some neckties involved in the binding. Just so y'all have a, there are some neckties. Yeah sexy sexy neckties so anyway thank you so much mindy we appreciate you (laughs) as always thank you for having me i appreciate it um so we're gonna kick things off with the romantic buzz so Uh for the last week everybody has been talking the harry and megan oprah interview um and i might slightly be obsessed like i've seen five thousand tiktoks on it so now well, I feel like I'm an authority on the royal family. Because, you know, TikTok doesn't lie. No. TikTok, you know, is everything. Is that the is that the TikTok <laughs> rabbit hole you went down yesterday? No. No. Yesterday was, was different. I can't even <laughs> tell you what yesterday's was. Like, yesterday I accomplished nothing. I spent my whole day pretty much laying on the couch watching TikToks. I did get my edit done and I did a real quick format. A formatting job. So you got stuff done. Yeah. But mostly I watched TikTok <laughs> all day yesterday. Um, so let's talk this. Let's talk Harry and Megan. So first of all, and, and I know you said you didn't really get to watch the whole interview. I did not. But it did come out that it seems that the choices they made to leave work being leaving the whole we're working royals things comes down to Harry felt the need, the pull to protect Megan. Like yeah. the family wasn't going to do it. They had pretty much thrown her to the wolves. Well, in the pieces that I saw, they were almost making things worse. Yeah. It's, you know, he, I think that I forget how young he was when his mother died until you see videos. Yeah. You know, he was 10. He was 10 when his mother died. Um, And I think that at 10 years old, you're intuitive enough to see what's going on around you. And I think he didn't feel like his mother was cared for, protected like she should have been. No. And I mean, my oldest is nine and he's very aware of his surroundings and you figure he will be 10 soon, but he knows what's going on and like the feelings and how people are treated. Like he's, I mean, you're not oblivious at 10. Yeah. 
And so I think that some of the choices he's making are kind of, in a way, trying to honor what should have been done for his mother. Yeah. Um, Okay. And so I have to laugh. The whole time that they referred to the royal family as the firm or the (laughs) institution, like throughout the whole, the institution wasn't protecting us. The institution (laughs) is racist. The firm, people in the firm questioned how dark the baby's skin was going to be when he was born. That's in the firm. It's like a bad movie. Now I feel like I need to come up with some name to name my family. Like, they can't be the institution. I mean, that feels like we all need straight jackets and pea soup. I don't know. So now I need to come up with a name. Okay. We can't be like a coven because that's a group of witches. Oh, I don't know. I mean, don't you think? Anyway. We I would want love... one, too, if you have one. Okay, we have to come up with a name for our family group. Like, cats are clouders. Dogs are packs. I mean, can't a be the firm. A clouder? Yeah, a group of cats is called a clouder. I did not know that. You did not know that? I mean, you have a lot of reptiles. What's a group of reptiles? Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A nest? I have no idea. We'll have to look up. If you know people, tweet at us, message us. We want to know. Also, if you have an opinion on Harry and Meghan, message us. We want to hear it. We will happily talk about it again next week in the romantic bus. Um, okay. What are you reading this weekend, Miss Leah? Um, I just finished up book five in Emma Renshaw's Vow series, and I am going to get into book six because I think it's a, there's just six books. I feel like I don't know if it goes is going to go past that, but I have to read book six now. You just have to. I have to. Can't stop. No, you can't just leave a series like unfinished. You gotta, you gotta finish that out. So I'm reading Call Me Crazy by Melanie Harlow. I actually just finished that up today. We, Lindsay and I are doing a quick shot review episode on it. Also, it was really cool because that book was gifted to every member of our book club. Uh huh. Melanie was our author in January and our trope was fake relationship. The book we picked, she didn't think was fake relationship enough. Um, <laughs> so she gifted to everyone in January a copy of Call Me Crazy. An actual fake relationship. An actual <laughs> fake relationship um, romantic trope. And so we wanted to honor that gift and give her a review episode. Um, on the quick shot of romance. So, and I just have to tell you, if you haven't read it yet, Enzo, new book boyfriend, like swoony spicy, just saying. Um, okay. Tell us what's releasing next, this coming week. Um, we have Pippa Grant, her newest rom-com called I Pucking Love You. Um, it is coming out on the 14th and then Kay Webster, um, the Glass Slipper, which is book three of her Wait, Cinderella are those trilogy. April releases or are these March oh, releases? I'm in the wrong month. Oh my God, I love you so much. Okay, <laughs> you look up your releases for March and I'll give you mine. Um, okay. I Afraid by Laura Palv- 
Pavlik? Pavlov. 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 So Laura Pavlov, uh, Frayed. And then Fair Game by Lisa Suzanne. This is book three in her Vegas Aces football series, which book one and book two are out right now. They are novella length and end on cliffhangers. So the whole series is five books, five little novellas for this one couple. So many cliffhangers, but I have to know what happens. It's driving me batty. (laughs) Anyway. So so back to me. Back to you. Um, So on March 22nd, um, Miralyn Kelly's new one called Dirty Talk is coming out. Um, And then... My True Love, which is book two of The Steel Island by Melissa Foster, comes out on March 31st. It is Grant, yes. and he is, he's, I like him. I had well, an arc of that. and Yeah, and I know I there's a couple second. others. There's a couple other good books coming up at the end of March, and we'll hit those too, because I think Avery Flynn's got one. We've got Shel Sloan, but we'll mm-hmm. do a better list for you guys next week. And um, I'll remember what month we're in next week also. So maybe I couldn't remember what day of the week Mindy's book released. So, oh. um, and I'm handling the release for her. So <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. We are working on getting a title for April's drunk book club. Follow our social media. We'll have an announcement. We're in the midst we of a We had to do a top word, like a tie tie, like to get to it. And then a tie on the tiebreaker. <laughs> Our Patreon people, we love you, but make up your minds. Just vote. Um, so, but we do have a couple busy weeks ahead, and we'll talk about it again next time uh, when we have we have Martha, uh, we have author Marla Holt joining us next time, and she writes books that like to push the envelope. They're a little more than taboo. She kind of likes to make people uncomfortable or if you tell her oh you shouldn't write that kind of book she's like watch me and Um, she does (laughs) and she does she's got some spicy uh age gap relationships that i have read and this latest one is called temptation that i'm reading right now and it's wow anyway so we will have an april book club coming up on our next episode but I wanted to talk a little bit real quick about all of our busy week (laughs) that we have coming up. (laughs) Honestly, you can see a lot of me and Leah over the next couple weeks. And we want you to. We want you to join in on all our We have a slow couple of days. And then we have chaos. Yes. From like the next Friday on. Just come hang out with us. Plan to yeah. grab some drinks and spend some evening talking about books. But it's going to be really fun. I mean, there's it so is. much fun stuff. I think we've got some hockey romance, some football romance. There's a little bit of everything. Some paranormal shifter romance. So sexy novellas. Who knows? we got so much stuff coming up. So uh-huh. if you're not following us on social media, I highly recommend that you find us either on the Twitter or Instagram and definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah. We have so much good stuff going on. So much. Um, yeah. So cheers, everyone. Thanks for joining us this time. Did I cover everything? I think so. I think so. If not, who knows? It's one of those nights. 
just come join us next week. It'll be fun, we promise. Um, thanks, everyone. Bye, everybody. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.